Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross, that managing editor of Fightful.com, FightfulMMA.com, FightfulWrestling.com. We bring you the best in wrestling news, photos, videos, podcasts, forums, Anything you can ask for, we got the same for MMA and boxing, but we are bringing back a popular feature that we debuted uh, for the Royal Rumble this year, where we took a look at Royal Rumble 2005, the match, and we provided alternate commentary. I did some research on it, talked to some people who were uh, in relation to it, and you guys seem to like it. Uh, it's, it's a part of our expanding podcast network, so we wanted to try this again. And we're giving you two Elimination Chamber alternate commentaries. The first one that you're going to see today is the second ever Elimination Chamber match, which took place at SummerSlam 2003. So I'll go ahead and give you the timestamp. SummerSlam 2003. It is two hours, 11 minutes, 17 seconds in. If you are watching on the network on like a PlayStation 4 or something like that, it is the next to last hash mark. Go ahead, get there. Two hours, 11 minutes, 17 seconds. I will now introduce my co-hosts. He is also he's seen on the Tuesday night shows along with Shake Them Ropes as well. Jeff Hawkins, what's up? 16 feet high, 36 feet in diameter, weighing over 10 short tons. The 20 miles of chain. 20 miles of chain. I like that video. I always did. I, I, I love... I love construction videos like that. They used to do that for the war games too, where they just had some dude welding. <laughs> just you always love Bob the Builder. I am also joined by Alex Palowski, who is likely to get his fill of Bob the Builder in the coming years as he yes. has a child. <laughs> you can see Alex on the Monday post raw shows. He also produces the uh, immensely popular off track with a train articles, a, uh, a satire version of our very super serious journalism right that you know what alex wanted to do but we're like no <laughs> you make a mockery of everything alex elimination you will chamber not take uh, this, <laughs> alex elimination chamber I, I believe it was you that pitched this idea actually wasn't it i mean i was one of several pitches, but i definitely pitched this particular match 
This is this is my favorite. Uh, this is I feel like the sweet spot. Before the the gimmick got like old and like oh okay how are they gonna do this? It was still fresh. Yeah, uh, it had it, a field of entirely either Hall of Famers or future Hall of Famers at this point in in twenty seventeen, uh, twenty eighteen now. I, I'm I love this match and I can't wait to do it. Well, I think I have given our viewers ample time to get there now. You'll notice, guys, we're not doing this one live if you if you are a subscriber on YouTube. I wanted to get wanted to squeeze more juice out of these guys. So in the coming weeks, you will see a also a extreme elimination chamber episode. Very excited about that because I don't remember watching that, but stay on the lookout for that. And we're going to be bringing you these hopefully on the regular. So we'll go ahead, get ready to hit play, guys. We'll do the three, two, one play countdown. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Now, as this starts off, we, we see the video package. It doesn't start off with the entrance per se. And now well, we cut the we cut the ass end of the entrance video. Alex, you mentioned how this was a fresh concept at Back then, I was maybe 15, 16 years old. Survivor Series 2002 was the first pay-per-view that I watched live on TV. Like, I had to make sure that I watched that. Because even in 2002, new wrestling match concepts were not easy to come up with. Yeah. Yeah, this this thing was uh, was just insane. It was one of those great ideas that, you know, the, the idea of a cage match had long gone stale. Uh, even Hell in a Cell... Was just like okay, yeah, I know what that is. Uh, that's the we kind of kind of assumed how those matches all played out. There are certain spots. Who's going to climb the cell first? All this kind of stuff. But this ridiculous structure was just <laughs> brand new, and and it was uh, just the idea of putting the this caliber of guys in the match for the title was a was a whole new ball game. I, I, it was great. Evolution is a mystery. Uh, so are those traps, as we mentioned. These are uh, prime pre-wellness violation traps on these guys. <laughs> You're going to see them popping out of people's earlobes on these shows. No uh, carbs for Randy. He's cranky. Let's do this. <laughs> now, Jeff, I've often said that I was kind of surprised that WWE never like made a war games, like pitched this as their own war games. Because yes. to me... If the NWA had this structure, this is what they probably would have put war games in. No, I don't think so. I think they liked Well, you're the, wrong. Well, you're no, wrong. <laughs> no, I no, I think I think the NWA liked the two rings. I, I do. I, I think they really I mean, but and their rings were smaller. I think they liked just the scope of it, and that was part of the reason why WWE never wanted that be, at first, because it's like, well, we're gonna give up prime seating. That's why I was so happy to see yes. it for that NXT show. It's uh, Bruce Pritchard brought that up, brought that up on his podcast, and that's why we're not doing the 2002 version because Bruce Pritchard just did a podcast on that, and I was like, why? What can we offer that he didn't experience? But I mean, if NWA had that structure with even <laughs> two rings in it, I would think that they would because it's ready made to release people. This is Punisher Kevin Nash, blonde yes. bombshell Kevin oh. Nash. Oh, he looks so great. The bleach uh, is strong with that one. Uh, clearly so the inspiration fan. for Cody Rhodes. Yeah, he looks, absolutely. He look, you know what he looks like? He looks like Dolph Ziggler's jacked up dad. <laughs> I, should, I shouldn't have made the Cody Rhodes reference. I try to not do anything that's like that dates this because I want people like years down the line to tune into this. But this is the Punisher version of Kevin Nash. 
Yeah. He's going to yeah. punish us all. Oh, he's just... Fortunately, <laughs> this will release after I'm set to probably do an interview with Kevin Nash. So <laughs> he, he he looks like somebody hit Bart Simpson with gamma radiation. He's just <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Now this this roster, if you go back, especially on the WWE SmackDown, here comes the pain game. It really puts the scope of what kind of a roster they had during this calendar year from. <laughs> Because, I mean, this was around the time they had already either bought out a lot of WCW contracts, but the ones they didn't expired, and those guys were like, well, we're getting paid somehow. So you had just, it was loaded. The big gold belt is the belt. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just is. It just looks great. Let's talk anybody. about this rich history of terrible Elimination Chamber gear. What was Triple H wearing here? <laughs> besides the iron he's, cross he's wearing yes. spandex capris that's what he's wearing <laughs> he looks <laughs> like <laughs> clam digging there what is going on the only thing he's missing is a pocket on the thigh and he's ready for family photos oh man bring the fanny pack with him I think he's wearing that's... bike knee pads yep yep What's the, what's his inspiration for this look? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I I want to know why does he have one fist taped up and the other one not? Is it because well, that's his punching fist? It is. It's the one it that is. he uses to cover the sledgehammer, which he punches people with to well save played. his precious knuckles. Clean shaven Triple H, which to me signified an incredibly boring time in WWE main event <laughs> lore. I don't know. There's always a quote from Jim Cornette that always sticks out to me that Triple H was always the guy who attached himself to the guy who was making money. You could do far worse in this. No, that's true. Yeah. One William Goldberg. Oh, they're giving him the full. You you saw it smash. You know, he cracked his head up against it. Yeah. I've never seen somebody that had to get themselves so hyped up to not actually compete against someone. A long line of main eventers who get winded on the way to the ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, Goldberg just... here, too, while we're examining gear, for this run, had switched from trunks to the, like, little tiny shorts. Yeah, but I, shorts. But I dig this because it, kind of, it kind of predates the whole uh, backstage thing with, uh, with the UFC. So I, I kind of dig that, uh, yeah. that whole thing. It's true. Well, see, the thing is, they, they took that from boxing because that was a yeah. boxing thing. Yeah. Yeah. But still cool. I mean. It is cool. It's different. <laughs> the, the kick and the uppercuts in the middle of the sparks. I mean, like, I know that there was this weird, like, grandpa goldberg thing that went on yeah last year but but this goldberg like peak goldberg was just... you mean in 2017 the, not last the, year 2016 through 17 yeah that yeah. was uh yeah it was uh but this thing man i just have such fond memories of this guy being the most intimidating dude on the roster the funny thing to me was always always the having to inhale the smoke so he could yeah. blow it afterwards. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I could just see him one way, <laughs> you know, just coming out there and just having a coughing fit or something. As I look through the WWE SmackDown Here Comes the Pain roster, 
My God. At some point in 2003, well, WWE they- had the following on their roster. After we, we'll talk about Jericho in a minute, but they had Jericho, they had Goldberg, Triple H, Kevin Nash. Uh, but they also had uh, Steve Austin, The Rock, Shawn Michaels, Rob Van Dam, Ric Flair, Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton, John Cena, Kurt Angle, Kane, Edge, Christian, Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, the Dudley Boys, Booker T, Brock Lesnar, Big Show, Batista. My God. Like, it's one of those rosters I can look at. And, you know, not everybody was at their peak then, but holy crap. You were you had the past, the present, and the future there. That was pretty cool. I, absolutely. That, that was one of the absolute sweet spots for them as a roster in, in total. I just remember you think about that that entire litany of names and what either they had already done or would go on to do. It's just crazy. This is bulking Jericho era right here. Oh yeah, yeah. Like there are times when I'll see Jericho, and it's it is weird for me to think it's the same guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I remember him doing cruiserweight stuff in WCW, and then you know watching him. You know, several weeks ago in Wrestle Kingdom 12, um, uh, and I, I can't believe he's still kicking. You're not supposed to date it at all. Just say back at <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom 12. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, did, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure how we were doing this. I watched him in a high school gym in Tennessee for Smoky Mountain. That's how long oh, wow. Shawn Michaels, which was the better run? Pre-back injury, post-back injury, Jeff? Oh. In the ring, in the ring. In you know what? I may say post. I would too. As much as I love yeah. his, and I love his early, early stuff. I like tag team Shawn Michaels a lot. I love rock, any Rockers Bad Company slash Orient Express match. I will watch the heck. The out Rockers were my favorite team of all time up until uh, up until Slater Gator. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> 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 I literally hid behind my mother and wept when Shawn Michaels threw Marty Jannetty through the, the glass window. More so, I was like, Brutus, you dick. Why, why aren't you doing anything? He's, 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 just, he's just a bystander, man. Love unbiased journalism from Brutus yeah, the Barber Beefcake. Right. <laughs> he's just an unbiased journalist. Now, I got to say... While while we're on the topic of gear, Shawn Michaels was on the come up from the brown duty pants. Yep. At Elimination Chamber 2002. This looks like a zebra got caught in a blender. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's it's a throwback to to his uh, you know, sexy boy stuff and I think it's really I good did cool. I did like the opening stanza of just the lock up breaking it and staring at the guy for a moment. I I, I yeah. always love that kind of old school touch. I also like Shawn Michaels Busting out the generic springboard move from late WWE yeah. <laughs> games that you do the cross body because you didn't see him do that all the time. It's yeah. like he just realized the ropes were there and he's like, I can do this. Why not? Man, these guys, just these two. Like, yeah, these are absolutely the right two guys to start out the match. You know, I mean, I, I can't imagine, like, putting, hey, let's put Goldberg and Orton in there for the first five minutes or whatever it is. That would never have worked. It's a good way to get people to fall asleep. Well, yeah. 
Plus, I mean, you want Goldberg later on. That way he can come in and right. wreck house. Keep in mind, I don't have any idea when these people come out. It's been so long since I've seen it. So maybe yeah. Goldberg comes out at, at the, the third guy, and I look like an idiot. Maybe. If I could have this in 1986 for a bunkhouse stampede and just dudes and jeans and knee pads and yeah. weapons and plunder, I'd be all over that. Absolutely. I loved – I've mentioned this on a few podcasts, but I loved it on – impact wrestling commentary last year elijah burke explained why people wear that stuff and it's little things like that on commentary that go a long way i'll never accuse elijah burke of being the greatest color man in the world but i like him i I I do too i i I mean he got criticized so much and i liked him because he was interesting different and he added stuff and when josh matthews said why do people wear that he said because gear is expensive and guys don't want to tear up their gear on barbed wire and chairs and things like that and those types of matches and I just always thought WWE could produce a weekly video on explaining things like that. Like, why aren't why aren't why isn't going through the announce table a DQ? And that that could do good. Oh, we got the countdown. Here we go, countdown, man. Who's it going to be? I really don't remember. Jericho up to the top rope, got caught with Shawn Michaels' knee right to the. Penis. Oh, Randy Orton. Randall K. Man, everybody's like, let me hit my best cross body press in this match. <laughs> let me do it. If Nash doesn't that was, eat a hat. That was a frog <laughs> splash cross body. Uh, my so favorite Kevin Nash stuff in his career was the paparazzi uh, production stuff with Alex Shelley. That was the best. Yeah, that was fun. I, 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 in terms of look, I always dug the Vinny Vegas look for some oh, reason. He always looked awesome. <laughs> what you weren't a fan of Oz? Oh, the great and powerful, dude. I was. I was at. Uh, we were watching that clash. A bunch of friends and I, and I go. I've never been more embarrassed to be a wrestling fan. Oh right no. <laughs> Because that was when they were going pure WC or WWF light with their yeah. WCW ideas. And when is he going to have a flying monkey with him? That would be awesome. I remember in that paparazzi Put in that thing, yeah. <laughs> I remember when he was pretending to be an X-Division wrestler and Alex Shelley was teaching him X-Division moves. One of the guys he was teaching him on was a guy named Simoleon Joe. <laughs> as, rubber, as rubber, shut the front door. <laughs> yeah. He was teaching Kevin Nash how to do a moonsault and Kevin goes... Well, I've been working on something from my trampoline into the pool in the backyard that has two flips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm in a love hate relationship because he's very, very funny. But there's too many times he breaks the fourth wall for me, where he just goes, "No, I don't need you to be a meta commentary on the uh-huh. business right now." Back when the they had the steel grates. Now, oh yeah. <laughs> They changed this in 2017, which... And I'm for that. Yeah, I all am. I am, too. I it gave birth to a great character on our podcast, by the yeah. way. Alex, you'll remember that. I do. do very well. So yeah. many people winding... 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill complained about it jeff but like to me like there's nobody here that's watching one of these that noticed the changes mm-hmm. that knows that this is like that is confused about this being a work or not right yeah like, well when, when you'd see like the 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 you know the great marks oh, the next day on raw yeah and you're just like oh man really to me like okay so they changed it but nobody that they were fooling anyway is going to be that concerned with it. <laughs> like, right. Otherwise, it's, it's, everybody knows they're working, so let them not get hurt. Yeah, let the illusion stand and they can act like they're in pain as opposed to really being in pain. Kind of like I'm all for when they changed this, uh, this glass to, I think, a, another substance to something thinner because they kept throwing guys through it and it wouldn't break. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, amazing. Big Daddy Cool. Oh, man, that didn't work out well. <laughs> I will say Randy Orton is one of the best in the world at doing the, the cage bump, like where he smashes into a cage or a fence just, or something. He just slides down. I like he that. Sprawl, he sprawls his body out and he slides down. Yeah, this this I believe is one of the first uh obviously it's on the second emotion chamber, but there's a there's a standard spot in these as as it went on where you know in the middle of the match, the biggest dude in the match would come out and he'd, you know, have basically like a hot tag and then get eliminated really fast. And you're like, oh, oh okay, well, I just don't have to worry about how that guy's going to get out because that just happened. I just remember on one of these, didn't Rob Van Dam do a frog splash onto the grate? And I just, that is insane. Why? Well, I know in the first one, he dropped his knee across Triple H's throat and it messed him up pretty bad. Yeah, I remember that too. What a roster they had in this match in yeah. particular. Like in later years, you know, they would have the Chris Masters and the Carlitos who showed some promise, or at least WWE wanted them to. Right. Oh, Jericho Juicin. The MVP one is still my favorite for some reason. <laughs> Where Undertaker just breaks through the pod to take him out. Did that short arm clothesline hit? I couldn't tell because there weren't enough camera zooms on it. <laughs> <laughs> That is something you're watching this and you go, man, there would be 
at least 700 times more cuts. That great bump that Shawn Michaels just took off that forearm, we would not be able to see it today. No. No. Because it would be nope. they would be so far zoomed into Kevin Nash's goddamn elbow pad that mm-hmm. we wouldn't know. Who's doing the commentary for this? Is it Ross and uh, Lawler? Kevin Nash eliminated already with the worst, the worst pin I have ever seen Chris Jericho do. <laughs> Jeez. I love that there's the history there between Michaels and Nash, between HBK and Diesel, that it would be HBK that eliminates Diesel in this match. I think that's really cool. I do my Royal Rumble stats piece all the time, and – I've noticed that Shawn Michaels like eliminated like all of his former partners from the Royal Rumble all the time. Like that was just a thing. Nash, are you upset you got eliminated first? Still got paid main event money. Didn't have to work the whole time. <laughs> got paid main event money. Yeah, that's him. Who's doing yeah, commentary bleeding? Uh, Who's doing uh, me, you, and Alex? That's who. Well, yeah, I meant on on the actual broadcast since I don't have the commentary on. I don't either. Oh, okay. Triple H out there looking like he just filmed a Gillette commercial and he just got super kicked back into his pod. Nice. (laughs) And then Flair stripping on the outside ready to fight. (laughs) Nash (laughs) with a jackknife. On Jericho. Well, I guess <laughs> I he, oh, he's beating up everybody. I was going to say, why is he just beating up Jericho? Because Michaels he's, is the one who kicked him. He's back he's in the just, ring after being eliminated from the Rumble. Oh, my God. <laughs> but that's the thing. Is they never didn't make him leave quickly enough. And he was just sitting in there. And I'm, tell, I'm like, telling you guys, I miss I a good old powerbomb as a finish. I really do. Yeah. Especially one as beautiful as the jackknife. It just it looked... So devastating. Sometimes it like could. Six, Sometimes eight, six, could. nine. It's always yeah. impressive because he's so big. I mean, yeah, it's true. He used to the get time- criticized for like just dropping people, like just like I remember some people would call it the drop bomb. <laughs> like you remember that terrible one he did to Jeff Jarrett in WCW, where the ring was supposed to break. And oh yeah, yeah, I remember the one that he did to Big Show when it was the, when Big Show was the giant. Yes, where it landed directly on top of his head. Although I admit I wanted the Undertaker to stop doing the last ride because he couldn't get the guys up like he yeah. used to do. Yeah. Also, he got lazy and they started to do it out of the same spot every time. The ten punches on the in the corner, like yeah, there were several big feats of strength on the Giant in WCW and Kane once in WWF where he eliminated him from the Rumble, I think. But I remember <laughs> Kurt Hennig hitting the the perfect plex on mm-hmm. Giant in WCW. I love that we're in a cage with no DQ and a foot on the rope. Foot on the rope. Well, it's okay. Here's the thing, Jeff. I get it. I get it. I'm not. No, I'm not complaining. I'm just. It's one of those things where I'm just like, you could do anything in that cage you want to. You could have a chokehold on a guy, and then ah, rope break. <laughs> well, you still can't pin them outside the ring. Yeah, you can. You could pin him on the greats, or at on least you used to be able to. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if that's the case in this match. If we see a pinfall counted on the great out there, I know it was the case on the video games and stuff, but... Because I remember at least yeah. one, they had poor... He- I forgot who the ref was, but he was trying his best not to slap that thing as hard oh, as yeah. he could, they didn't want to break his hand. Well, we'll see it it's here, a- but I mean, it's it's the same thing with the, the complaints about the Omega Jericho match. Like, 
people were like, well, it's no DQ. And I was like, well, it doesn't mean you can pin somebody wherever you want. They're still outside the field. Like Jericho didn't have to let go of a submission. He was just tired, but they can't pin or submit them outside the, the field. Essentially. Well, no, that that's an improvement to the match that they did make because you used to be able to pin a guy on the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to uh, acknowledge the greatness of that punch drunk off we just saw <laughs> uh, between the three guys staggering around, punching each other in the forehead. That was excellent. Man, oh, Goldberg, Goldberg could throw a hell of a work punch back then, but I don't know how much work was involved in it. I think he was probably really laying it in. <laughs> Who potatoes? Who potato, potato guys oh more Goldberg God. or Shane? A gorilla press into like a, a spine buster. Oh. That is a hell of a move. That, that's a thing that, that they, well, I don't know, because it might kill people, but I was like, that's a thing that should give to Braun Strowman. He should do that to smaller dudes if he's in a ring with them. Goldberg had some convincing-looking offense, and I'm pretty sure it convinced everybody in this ring, too. Yeah. Based on the whiplash and CTE Randy Orton just got from that spear. He's done. Kick rocks, Randy. Triple H. Nice dropkick from Jericho. He always hit that so smooth. Triple H still chilling in his pod after getting super kicked, too. (laughs) If you think about in 2018, the idea of Randy Orton being in an elimination chamber and not hitting at least one RKO, it's just it would be unheard of at this point because he's he's basically boiled uh, down to just that move. And I, I like that he's you know not that at this point in his career. On that gorilla press outside the ring, like Jericho didn't hit the cage that hard. I think he hit the rope, yeah, and the turnbuckle even harder on his way back. <laughs> Like, I see this, and I look at the structure, and I'm like, man, the 2017 version is just so much Here we go. Better Here and it is. Safe. Oh, yeah, this is R.I.P. Chris Jericho. R.I.P. pod number four. It's bulletproof, but it's not human-proof. No. Oh, God. <laughs> I like that broken. Who needs sugar glass? Good God. Who thought that was a good idea? That type of glass. My God. Plexiglass, whatever the hell it is. Now, here was my strategy in the video games. Top rope moves to whoever the hell else got knocked down. Work up your damn spirit meter. Spam your finishes. Save them for the end. That's what Shawn Michaels did. He's like, all right, here we go. I got like three finishers stored up. I'm going to hit Goldberg with two of them and try to pin him. He's he's loading up the boot. Well, there we go. Cooked. Is he still chewing gum? What kind of gum do you think a Goldberg chews, Alex? Fruit stripe. <laughs> Yipe stripe, fruit stripe gum. Oh, no. He's he's doing the gator gum. <laughs> Got nothing Trying to stay else hydrated. To Oh, the quench. See ya, HBK. Goldberg's like, your pants look too much like my gum. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) 
Chris Jericho getting up. He's about to eat one. Peace! This is remarkably similar to his 2016 run. Although I love the way both HBK and Jericho throw their legs out from underneath mm-hmm. themselves to take that spear. That is beautiful. It makes it look great. It makes it look amazing. I like that Jericho didn't stall at all on that, that jackhammer. He's like, nah, son, we're going now. <laughs> didn't even post up on Goldberg's leg, anything. He was like, <laughs> nope. nah, you can just float me over. We'll get me out of here as quick as possible. Now it's down to just Triple H and Goldberg. I just love Triple H's face. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be here. <laughs> Rick Flair was so over the top. He was perfect in this role. Yeah, Look at was. him. <laughs> he's fl- he's flipping off Goldberg and doing his damnedest to keep Triple H in that pod. <laughs> uh oh oh my god you know those idiots who will who will say oh my, my boyfriend had to have his hands registered as lethal weapons why didn't Goldberg have to have his hands registered as lethal weapons if this goddamn glass was bulletproof oh my god but he, he sent yeah, this- a human through it and then punched through it see now Raw has the Elimination Chamber. So we know it's almost certainly Braun's going to be in there. I just hope he destroys all the pods before anyone is. Years ago. Years ago, Alex. (laughs) Yes, years ago. Braun Braun was or is or has already been announced for. But (laughs) I just can't wait uh, to see or have seen Braun Strowman destroying the Elimination Chamber, just tearing it apart. Piece well, without piece. without speaking into the future too much, what should happen is that Braun Strowman is the first person in the match, and then he goes and he breaks every pod. Yep. <laughs> just, just the way he's bumping back and forth from the cage of the ropes. It's Already fantastic. busted open. Ah! What is with those pants, though? That is something. <laughs> what that the? Is- oh, I saw Goldberg pick up. Oh, a kick to the ass! Brutal. I saw Goldberg picking up Triple H like that, and I was like, what is he doing? Because that can't be safe or good. Ow! Do it in the ring! Mm. Oh, crap. I'll take that bump. Jeez. Brutal. Why would you? Oh, my God. And in situations like that where, like, Triple H grabs the back of his head, mm. or I'm like, ah, what's – did he did he really hit it? Triple H has a sledgehammer now. You'd be shocked to learn. Cracked! Ooh! I, you know, for all the negative you can say about Goldberg and being stiff and stuff, one, two, three, that's it. That was kind of underwhelming. For all the negative you can say about a Bill Goldberg and how stiff some of his offense can be, he is just as willing to hurt himself yeah. wiping out, like, on yeah. a situation like that. Like, he was completely airborne taking that sledgehammer shot. Yeah. I mean, as, as underwhelming as you say it was, the, the finish, that move is perfect. Just like yeah. Goldberg doesn't see the sledgehammer 
obviously it's Triple H doing dirtiest player in the game stuff with flair. And the sell of the sledgehammer up to the temple was perfect. Randy has handcuffs. So they're handcuffing Bill Goldberg. Where was Batista at this point? Had they even formed Evolution? Yeah, because he. The, it's just these three, uh, though, right? I don't. Is Batista in it yet? And he really walloped. Oh. Bill Goldberg there. My God. I think this is between the time that what is on Goldberg's cap? Is that a tattoo or is that a cut? This has to be right at the beginning of evolution. So maybe even they're right after they were, they were like, nah, Jim Drack ain't going to work yeah. for this. Yeah. Uh, we got to fit in our Jim Drack mentions where we can on these shows. Man, these these were just real shit heels. But the thing was, it seemed like this happened every single week. This was the authority. This was like the same thing over and over and over and over again throughout that year. <laughs> Flair's rabbit punches. <laughs> I don't know if you said rabbit punches or rabid punches because they both fit yeah. the description. He's a, a rabid rabid bunny. Like this is how they ended the pay per view. Yep. SummerSlam, Goldberg oh, no. it open. Batista was out during this time uh, with his tricep injury. There you go. Hmm. Shout out to Jeff for doing the extra work. Every who didn't get color in this match? Goldberg did. Triple H did. Did Randy? Um, oh, no, did. he wasn't in long enough. Jericho okay. did. HBK Ooh. did. HBK did. Make it mean something, pal. I mean, this is the kind of match that warrants juice, in my opinion. Yeah, of course. Especially at the time. You know what I mean? Like, you couldn't have a match like this without... Yeah. Air, air, yeah, if you didn't, it'd be like, well, what's the point of having this structure if people don't look like they're beat up afterwards? Yeah. Well, guys, as much as I'm sure you all enjoyed future Hall of Famers in this episode of Alternate Commentary from Fightful.com. The next one we'll look at is the Extreme Elimination Chamber, which I don't remember at all. A lot of this had happened around when Paul Heyman got fired from WWE and they were trying to figure out a new direction. That's what we have coming up next. Of course, go back and check out our Royal Rumble 2005 edition where we take a look at the Royal Rumble match itself. Also, let us know which ones that you all want to see. Of course, we have WrestleManias. We have Money in the Banks and stuff. As they're seasonal, we'll do them. Ideally, uh, multiple person is it works for our alternate commentary because it gives us more subjects to talk about. But uh, let us know what you think, guys. Follow Jeff at Crap Game Thirteen. Follow Alex at Palowski the Fourth. Follow me at Sean Ross Seth, and follow us cross platform Fightful Online and visit Fightful.com. Subscribe, like, thumbs up. We're out. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.